Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. We're continuing on the November calendar. We've discussed Honoring Caregivers Awareness Month and Lung Cancer Awareness Month. We're going to continue today with Neuroendocrine Cancer Awareness Month. The neuroendocrine system has very specialized cells. Neuro or nerves and endocrine from the Greek endo or within and crin meaning secreting. An endocrinologist specializes in the hormone secreting cells. More commonly, these specialists will treat disorders of the thyroid, such as hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism or diabetes. These very specific disorders involve glands with very specific hormone secretions. In the neuroendocrine, all one word, system, these are even more specialized cells that include a feedback of the nervous system talking to the system of glands and organs that make the hormones. The neuroendocrine cells are in most of the organs in the body, including the esophagus, or where the food goes down, the stomach, the lungs, the small and the large bowel, the pancreas, and the liver. And they have different functions within each of these organs. Neuroendocrine tumors, NETs, or NETs, can develop in any of these different parts of the body. These nets are named after where they start. For example, the most common site is in the digestive system, where the neuroendocrine cells are involved in the production of digestive juices, and these are called GI nets. The second most common is in the lung, and these are lung nets. Neuroendocrine cells of the lung make hormones that control the airflow and the blood within the lungs. Then there's P-nets or pancreatic neuroendocrine tumors. We will discuss pancreatic cancer as part of the November calendar. By definition, all nets or neuroendocrine tumors are a cancer. Some grow slowly, and some are more aggressive or faster growing. The diagnosis and treatment of neuroendocrine tumors will definitely depend on the type, where it's located, if it's producing excessive hormones, how aggressive it is, and if it's spreading to another part of the body. Neuroendocrine tumors that produce excess hormones are called functional tumors, and they can cause flushing or diarrhea, more frequent urination, increased thirst, dizziness, shakiness, and skin rashes. We don't necessarily know for sure what can cause neuroendocrine tumors, but diabetes appears to be a risk factor for a pancreatic neuroendocrine tumor. Risk factors that you cannot control also include tubular sclerosis, inherited genes such as the MEN genes. MEN genes are the multiple endocrine neoplasia type 1 and type 2 genes, a mutation that causes von Hippel-Landau disease 
or having neurofibromatosis. A condition called carcinoid syndrome can occur if the tumor spreads to the liver or other parts of the body and can happen if the tumor cells enter into the blood system. Signs and symptoms of carcinoid syndrome include flushing or redness, especially in the face and neck, abdominal pain, abdominal bloating, diarrhea, wheezing, or really fast heart rate. Testing for neuroendocrine tumors is often different than solid tumors as well because although you can biopsy and see some of the changes, you will also need some hormone testing to see if the blood contains a hormone produced by the neuroendocrine tumors. And this is part of diagnosing the carcinoid syndrome. One of these is chromogranin A. It's considered a tumor marker for neuroendocrine tumors and can be elevated if you have this disease. A 24-hour urine test to detect substances such as 5-HIAA or serotonin, another hormone, can also be done. There's a radioactive scan with a radioactive dye being injected into the vein to detect if this disease has metastasized. And then, of course, the usual potential PET scans or CT scans or biopsies going down through the esophagus or into the stomach or small intestine, colonoscopies, and other studies that we have discussed in previous episodes. Treatment options are the same as we have discussed in the past, including surgery or radiation, chemotherapy, or hormone therapy. But there's also new types of treatment, including targeted therapy and medications specifically aimed at decreasing the amount of hormone expression from these cells. Neuroendocrine tumors are considered rare, but still an important part of the reason for having to go through biopsies and waiting for pathology to come back because the treatment for a neuroendocrine cancer is highly specialized. Just like any other cancer, survival depends on how aggressive the cancer is and if it has spread or recurred. The neuroendocrine cancer ribbon is a zebra print. It's not your typical cancer, so it's not a typical ribbon. Wear your zebra print and support those who have been affected by neuroendocrine cancers. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.